Oh, yeah. We're back with another player profile and projection. One episode a day, every day until opening day. And today's episode is all about Red Thunder. Clint Frazier. The outfielder with red hair for the Yankees. Jake, are you ready to talk about Clint Frazier again? Lightning and the thunder. I think I am. Um, I think uh, there will be some tough love on this. Um, You and I are thought to be Clint Frazier detractors. Don't know if that's a word. Um, But I I think I've got some honest stuff. I think I've got a lot of good stuff. But I, I think there's also some look in the mirror stuff, not literally Clint, that needs to be addressed with Clint. Yeah, you know how we gave the heads up to the Gary Sanchez episode where I was like, hey, I'm very biased. He's my favorite player. (laughs) Yeah. If you are a first-time Talking Yanks listener, I'll give the same heads up. I'm not especially keen on Clint Frazier. I'm hoping he can win me over. If he plays good, he can. It'd be easy. Uh, Clint Frazier is probably the only player that uh, listens to his own PPP. So what's up, Clint? How you doing? I hope we don't hurt your feelings too much, but that's part of the thing that sucks. And last year was tough because the offensive stats are there and he carried the team for like two weeks with the bat and then everything else sucks about it. Yeah. And that's uh, I where I will give Clint some credit. I mean, dude has also run into some fucking terrible luck the past couple years. The concussion. There, there have been a there have been a couple times with the concussion. What was it? The slide into second last year where yeah. Clint was it was honor- like, "Hey, dude, you're you're about to get your month to prove that you are the MLB dude you believe you are." And then he just, I mean, a concussion in Major League Baseball. That's brutal and then sliding into second when he was hot and doing awesome stuff for the offense. So the dude has had some pretty bad timing where we've, we found ourselves over the past couple seasons as not the biggest Clint fans saying like, we wish this guy was here right now. Like we need you. And he's had some bad luck timing wise. Yeah. I mean, also like he hit a home run that got robbed by a speaker and <laughs> right. got sent down the next day. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, his season, but the thing about Clint Frazier is his off the field stories are bigger than his on the field. Right. And I mean, a lot of it, the media is, is helping him like, you know, so the public perception is that the media is out to get Clint. That's what the Clint defenders do. But the time when he ditched answering questions was Sunday night baseball. He cost the team the game by dropping routine fly balls and then didn't talk to the media. So the media finally said, Clint ditched us. That was the third time he did it. They didn't say anything to the public the first or second. The first time was when him and Gardy collided, remember, and then dropped the ball because Gardy was trying to cover more ground to help Clint out. And no one one said anything, but Clint wasn't anywhere to be seen. And then, uh, you know. Because he's he's not the best at talking to media because I think he's too honest and open. And it's like you need to yeah. put that fence up, you know, what and figure out what you what is what you say do, you know, and uh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, besi- and I mean, there's uh, there's there's a laundry list, man. And uh, it's uh, it's where the tough love comes in. I mean, do you remember the triple A 
parking garage photo shoot? Where he took a sad photo in front of Scranton Life sign after I mean, he didn't on, get man. after he didn't get called up when rosters expanded. When when you're already in the light like that, you just have to know you can't do that. And well, I'm he sorry, was like, like I I want Clint to be Clint. Like I want him to play good baseball and have you know everyone's everyone that seems to talk to know Clint says like he has like this young kind of fun southern side about him that he's friendly and he's he's a little silly and a little quirky um and you know what if he plays really good baseball i hope that can come out and he can shine um but with mixed mixed results on the baseball field some really good hitting times some not really good hitting times mixed with bad defense and the clubhouse stuff and the pictures when you put that all together it's not a good look yeah Okay, so that's the off-the-field stuff, which we don't really need to harp on. The on-the-field stuff is his bat was good for a month, but then his defense was so bad, it didn't matter how good his bat was. And his defense was bad. It almost it almost started to look like the yips out there. And it got to the point where, like, when he made a, a running catch in AAA, the Scranton Wilkes-Barre Twitter would, like, tweet it out. And then Clint would share it and like, but I thought he can't play defense. And it's like, that wasn't that great of a catch. Clint. <laughs> um, yeah. He doesn't know how to, ball's moving forward. He doesn't know how to slide, do that guardy catch where you slide with your feet forward and catch it. So he only knows how to dive forwards. In Houston, early on, he certainly fucked up a Chad Green outing when Chad was in the middle of sucking so bad. Yeah. Uh, and then I also think he hung Holder out to dry a couple times. And then Tanaka, like two starts in a row, he let him, balls just drop Tanaka looked at the dugout like are you serious yeah this is what you're giving me so it got really bad uh his defense was never great it was always said to be bad in the minors like not top tier not good not steady but what we saw last year was something completely different and bad I think it's like the he had the yips yeah I mean it was close to it um and uh yeah, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see him at spring training. I mean, we saw them do some of the drills in spring training, and he's, you know, it it looked like he wasn't MLB ready. I, I What he's shown at the MLB level so far, I don't think he's that guy, but there is a level of confidence that needs to be built up. That, And I think if you look at almost anything Clint does, he's a confidence-driven dude. <laughs> um, and right now, he he's never had defensive confidence, so... Uh, hopefully he can find some of that. And uh, on the other side of all of this, um, his bat is absolutely electric when it's right. Um, I mean, the the bat speed, it's, you know, the, the Brian Cashman co- quote going back a few years now. Um, and it, when he gets hot, it's it's electric. I mean, the dude hit 12 homers in, in 69 games last year. Nice. An 806 OPS. And I think that is a, another thing that gets misconstrued with Clint a little bit like his hitting has been slightly above average but it's not like it's been special to the point that it's like god this guy's gotta be up here like no he's he's been good and he's he's got the potential to be a lot better I believe but also you know it it hasn't been out of this world and I think he he has these streaks that makes you think that and those are awesome but he also goes into some pretty tough slumps sometimes yeah, and the coolest thing we found from him that Katie Sharp told us about on an episode of Sharp Stats was that his swing, his hand speed, or his bat speed is so quick. He's so fast through the zone 
that when he misses off-speed pitch, he completely misses the ball. Yeah. And that's a benefit for him because he doesn't run into pop-ups and ground-outs as often as other people. He makes good contact because his swing is so fast that when he catches it, he catches it like pretty fat usually. So that was cool. My 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 thing yeah. with Clint is, do you, we think he starts the season on the roster? I don't believe so. He has the minor league option, and like someone like Mike Ford that we think he's competing for the last roster spot. Uh, does he? He he does too, right? Did we did we look into that? Um, yeah, yeah. So but, roster roster resource and Fangraphs has Tyler Wade over Ford, or has Clint Frazier over Ford? And but, and it's it's just what what MLB benches are nowadays. I mean, Tyler Wade can play defense at any position, and he can run like all hell. Um, Clint can can run pretty well. Um, defensively, uh, you can put him in a corner outfield spot, and you know see what chocolate you pull out of the box that day. But they don't trust him there. And the Yankees have outfielders. Um, you know, Mike Talkman clearly clearly is above Clint Frazier in the eyes of the Yankees and it's deservedly so it's not it's not because of the interviews or anything like that Talkman hit like a stud and played defense like a stud last year and so I, I think Clint is essentially the first man on the bus up when the Yankees need someone next year I don't think he breaks camp with the team but dude we are there's one injury away and we know that injury is going to happen from him being on the team Oh, so, okay. So then we do have him because there's probably an injury in camp. So, yeah, I mean, with an injury in camp, Clint breaks the team. I think completely healthy, I don't think he would. My thing, we're looking at the bench. Higgy is definitely there. Yeah. I think Tyler Wade's definitely there because the 26-man allows you to have a guy like Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade can come into the game as a defensive replacement, as a pinch runner. So even if you don't like his bat, he can help you as a bench player. And then um, Andujar, he'll be uh, he'll be on the big league squad above Clint. So the thing you have between Frazier and Ford is Ford is a lefty, so you can pinch hit for all our righties. Like that's really good yep. option if you want it. That's about it. But Clint Frazier, you're you're not gonna bring him in to the end of a close game and make him play defense, right? It's just not an option. So if you pinch hit him, who are you pinch hitting him for? Right. There's no one. You're not DJ, not Judge. Guardy. But then he has to play Guardy. Yeah, that would be it. But then he has to play defense. Yeah. So and you're not doing that to Guardy. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to me, yeah, but, and, but there will be an dude, injury probably. I, I think the other thing that's getting overlooked here is like Mike Ford hit better than Clint Frazier. It's true. <laughs> like he, he, he straight up did, um, you know, Clint Frazier has more of the, uh, resume. I mean, he was the fifth overall pick in the 2013 draft. And this, this kind of leads into my tough love speech. And again, like I said, with some of the timing in the past couple of years, there's been some bad luck, but Clint is going to get called on this year and probably have the opportunity to play half a season. He played 69 games last year and he had a tough injury. Um, when that opportunity is there, Clint needs to be healthy and ready to go. And if he's in the field, he can't be as much of a liability as he was. You don't have to be great, but if there's a fly ball to you, dude, you, we can't be nervous. Like that's, that's not an option at the major league level. 
So uh, I don't know if, if his bat continues to to progress. I mean, he can be a really talented offensive player in this league. And I, I think there just has to be this look in the mirror moment that like, you know what, Clint Frazier, when you came in and you were 22 years old, former, you know, fifth pick in the draft on the Yankees, dude, like, where are you now, man? It's 2020. Um, it's looking like you're going to start the year in the minors again, pending injuries. You know, at, during this season, you're going to turn 26. There's guys from the 2013 draft that you were picked in that are on their way to having really nice major league careers. It's a little unfair. I won't do all the college guys. Like, I mean, Chris Bryant and John Gray, they were, you know, they went to college. But, I mean, some of the high school guys, Austin Meadows came up last year and, and was kind of special. You know, you... Uh, JP Crawford is is starting and playing games for the Mariners. Like the novelty is worn off. Like we kind of don't care that you were the fifth round pick in the draft and like your age doesn't make you special that you're in the major leagues anymore. We need you to be up here. I believe in you so much offensively. I just need to believe you can survive defensively. And right now there's no reason to believe that. Yeah. I was going to say like, it's a, it's a, it's a, you, you said it's like look in the mirror year for Clint. Like, what, what we got to figure this out because if 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 nothing clicks this year, then you're you're going the way of Greg Bird. Like you're out of options, and like what is that? You know, like if if it doesn't click this year, and they tried to trade him at the deadline. Uh, I'm not saying that as me speculating. That's something that. A source that we know, they tried yeah. to move him at the deadline. I can say that with all confidence. They tried very hard to trade Clint at the deadline last year. No one bit. So it's already like a marriage falling apart. So something special's got to happen. Someone's got to get hurt. Clint's got to take care of an opportunity. He's got to not have the yips in the outfield. And if like that specialness doesn't happen, Jake, what's the future hold? What's after this season? Well, I think it's different from Greg Bird in the fact that, I mean, he was, you know, a high first-round pick, and he has, you know, kind of, he's been consistent hitting the ball at that major league level. And it's the fact that, like, Clint has had a little bit of the, and and you can just see it. And, like, uh, maybe maybe we're getting out of line here, but, like, you can see that Clint Frazier has a little bit, like, man, if, if I was on any other team, I'd probably be playing 150 games. And you know what, dude, there are some lesser teams that probably would have thrown you out there for 150 games. But guess what? You're part of the New York Yankees. That's why you have so many fucking followers on social media. It's the Yankees, man. So if you do it right and you have the head down lunch pail mentality that, you know what? Yep, I might start the year in AAA and I'm going to rake my ass off. So when I get up to Major League Baseball, I'm going to make it so they can't send me back down. And he just hasn't had that mindset. It's, you know, it's it's more cats on the shoes than lunch pail. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was him requesting to be traded and the Yankees trying to trade him. That's where it got to last year. Yeah. So I don't know where it goes from here. He's I mean, he's got to get an opportunity. He's got to hit like the Dickens and catch some balls and not cause cause unnecessary waves. Seems and like a fucking I, tall order, man. <laughs> I know that. I know I'm not the friendliest to him. I know that. But at this point, it seems like a tall order. 
Hey man, I there was a couple times last year I defended him with the young card because he was, uh, you know, twenty twenty four for a chunk of the season, and you know it, it's a different generation, and sometimes you forget what twenty four was. I mean, I was, you know, I was still doing a lot of stupid stuff. Uh, I'm I'm done with that this year. If you hear me play the young card, I mean, fully call me out. Like, dude, it's it's time. Well, I was, I was you, calling you, I was calling people out on that last year, so I'm already doing. Yeah, it. yeah, I, and and I'm fine with that now. I I I gave him last year, no more, um, dude. It's you say it's a tall order, and I understand why you're saying it, but also if you come into camp, you know, don't have a couple dumb quotes. Come there, want to work, care a little less about some of the accessory stuff, catch fly balls. Like it's not that tall of an order, <laughs> um. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. He's he's got to be a dude you have circled coming into spring training, um, like a a quiet spring training from Clint Frazier would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really good. I mean, last year we went to sp- last year you and I went to spring training and we were joking around with him and you were wearing a shirt that said "Tweet like Clint" and you were joking yeah. with him and you were like Clint, check out my shirt and he was like, "Oh, don't do that, you'll get in trouble." Ha ha ha! And it's like, yeah. And then and then we show up to practice and Clint's running extra laps because he showed up in the wrong he showed up late and in the wrong shoes. So he's publicly getting a talking to in front of all the fans at spring training by uh I think it was uh bench coach. What is his name? He left now. I can't think of his name. Whatever. And then had a run afterwards. And it's like, dude, come on, you're fighting for a job here. Yeah. And uh, I I think this is also important. I forget if I said it in that last speech. I I and we are rooting for Clint Frazier. We want this to work. I I want to be here in June saying, yet somebody somebody got nicked up. Clint came up and he did his job and he raked and he caught fly balls. And you know what? Maybe he's a trade asset at the deadline or. Dude, I mean that I think it was right before the West Coast trip or it was the West Coast trip. We were banking on that guy. Yeah. And when did, offensively, when did he... we offensively we were fine with it. Like we enjoyed it. So c- come on, Red Thunder. When did he hurt himself? I think it was sliding into second in Anaheim, question mark. That's what I thought. It was but... that early May West Coast trip, right? Yeah. Oh, here it is, April 22nd. Oh, okay, so wait, wait. His good stretch was only seven games? When he gets hot, he gets hot. Holy Did he have a two-homer game against the Orioles? What's that? Didn't he have, like, a two-homer game against the Orioles and, like, three in a row or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if I drag it to then, then it's, okay, then it's a 15-game sample with, with, like, a five-dead period in between, but that one Orioles game carries that over. It's smaller than I thought. When he gets hot, he gets hot. Yeah, he's got a cool swing. I will. It looks like a glitch. I think from the beginning, the nickname of his swing should have been the glitch, because it looks like yeah. you're missing frames of the video because it's so fast. Legendary bat speed. Catch some balls. Don't make noise. Hit the fuck out of the ball, and then we're golden. Sound good to you? Sounds good. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We appreciate it, and we'll see you tomorrow with another player profile and projection.